Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody is well. Happy Wednesday for those that are tuning in right now live. For those who are coming in from America, we are in the middle of an election. I want to share with you what I told my kids yesterday. It's adjusting in the studio over here. The good news from the election, no matter where you are voting, the good news is, is that God still runs the world. So don't worry. He's still in control. The end of the day, no matter who wins, the creator of the world has not given it up yet. So that's good news for all of us. We've been talking yesterday about this idea of discipline, hoping to sort of close out today, tomorrow, and a little bit on Friday so we can move on to the next trait. But I want to sort of continue to sort of knock at this. And the reason is because as you're seeing, as soon as we, <laughs> Rob, what election, love it. As soon as you can see that when you just mention something, it doesn't really matter. You have to get underneath it. We have to like delve into it. And one of the great, honestly, moments of my day, I hope it continues, is when I get thoughtful questions from you guys. And I'm sorry if I can't answer quick enough, but I get such thoughtful questions application questions like, wait, I'm in the house and my kid spilled something or I'm going somewhere and I know this is going to be a problem. What do I do with it? Like, this is the stuff that we're working on together. This is, this is why we do this. So if you remember two days ago, I gave you a little bit of advice that I read from a man who was named Avraham, Abraham, who was the son of Maimonides. And he wrote this incredible book about, um, about serving God and all these traits. And it's like mind-boggling. And if you remember, we spoke about one of his ideas, which is really, he didn't speak about this in terms of future benefit, but that's what he was getting at. If you, if you have something you believe in, you'll be willing to do whatever it takes to get there. And there's like sort of like two areas that I want to really see if we can nail in today. Discipline is the contracting muscle, right? Enthusiasm, zeal is the expansive muscle. You got to get up and do it. And that's a part of us. But there's the other part, which is contraction. You got to not do something. And it could be not go back to bed, right? You see the complexity? But either way, you're contracting. You're resisting. And resisting is hard because resisting requires us to say no. And no sometimes can be incredibly difficult. So when we're in the moment and we are feeling that temptation, we're feeling the limbic system going nuts, there's everything that wants us to say, okay, fine. As soon as that happens, and we spoke about this concept yesterday, spoke of future benefit, but what I want to do today is I want to almost picture that we have in front of us two knobs. 
and you can't turn these knobs up and down. I, I haven't seen these in a while. Maybe you guys have, I, I haven't, I don't have this in my house, my current house, but when I grew up in my house, we had a dimmer. My house just has light switches now. In my house growing up, in my living room, there was a dimmer. You you didn't only turn on the light, right? You can dim it. You guys know what I'm talking about? It was like a knob because you could like adjust, right? So I want you to picture in your head that you have in front of you two dimmers, two knobs that you can turn on and off. And these two knobs are going to be what we use whenever we feel like it's not working. I'm trying the future benefit. I get, I'm drawing it in. I'm trying all the stuff that we're speaking about. I still need the help. Okay. Then we got two knobs and let's see if we can get to both today. If not, we'll figure today and tomorrow. And when you use these two knobs properly, that will help make the decision, the discipline stronger. The first knob that we have to work on is the knob of the amount of discipline needed. You're going to a gym, you're working out, and you sit in front of the, the, the pull-up bar. And the trainer says to you, 10 pull-ups. And you're like, you out of your mind? 10 pull-ups? I could barely even hold myself on that bar. So a tough guy would be like, you got to do 10. And you just get up there and you just die. But a good trainer would say, give me one. Just give me one. And the reason why he says give me one is because if you're a motivated trainee, is you probably have three in you. But if you do three, you're going to be like, I'm not even going to do one. If you do 10, you're going to be like, I'm out. I'm just going to eat a donut. But if you do one, the excitement of getting one pull-up up if you're motivated, you'll go, maybe get another one me. Maybe I'll do one more. So the trainer knows how much you can handle and sets the bar just underneath what's possible for you. If you're the type of person that when you feel the momentum and you push just a little bit, you didn't give up on the, the exercise. You just did a little bit and you can do it. It was hard and you felt good. That will create positive momentum to you doing more. So maybe my, in my example, maybe in my example, it's not one, it's three. You can't do 10. You can for sure do one. You get to the three, you get to your three and you go, wow. And then you eke it out for four or five. So many times when we talk about discipline, what our great, um, block is is that we want it to be done we want to win we're impatient god's patient this world is patient when someone's expecting especially their first there's like i want the baby already and god's like joe i don't care how badly you want i don't care how much money you have or how type a you are you gotta wait hopefully you gotta wait the full term i don't care how much you want that you know tree to grow i don't care how much you want um everything to work for you in the fields you just gotta wait if you look at nature look at the stuff that god builds not the stuff that is built through the inspiration of god through man but just directly we just found it 
It's patient. It's slow. We're impatient. We want things immediately. We, we invented 24 hours or your money back. We invented just eat grapefruit for two weeks and you can lose 20 pounds so that you can fit into your dress for the wedding. That's not the way the body actually works. So when we hear concepts like discipline and getting better, our brains are like, whoa, this is amazing. Let me just apply this to everything tomorrow morning and I'm good. Future benefit. I got it. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. But you got a neuroplastic brain with tons of connections that are anti it. And if you do too much too quickly, it's just going to collapse. So if you're ever feeling like you can't hit that discipline well enough, reach out for the, for the knob. And what you do is you turn the knob so that what you're actually going to be doing every day in the beginning is just enough that it's pushing you, but not too much that it's breaking you. And if you've been with us for a while, you know, we spoke about the, the plus one concept. Just enough. You wake up at 6.30 and you got to wake up, you want to wake up at 5.30 and you're like, it's too much. Hit the knob. 6.15. I can do 6.15. It's just enough that it's hard enough, but it's not going to break me. I can do anything for a few minutes. Right. I'm not going to totally make seven salads and not eat for the next week. Like I maybe after I hear the boost with God's help, right. For the first morning, but then two days later, I'm like, you know what, what are you ordering from? Just get me one too. But I can control breakfast. There's no way when my kids come home and they're driving me insane, I'm going to hold it together for four hours, but I can for 30 minutes. And we spoke about this concept, but I want you to look at the concept as a calibration of a failure. Whenever you feel like it's just not working, I just can't do it. The approach that we have to give is all I, right. Very good. Very good. All right. Expand the neighborhood. Excellent. Good job. Expand the neighborhood. For those who remember, it was old school. I appreciate you saying that. That's like... A, 85 episodes ago. All we've got to do is take almost picture. I do this to myself all the time. Picture you're like turning the knob down and you're saying, okay, I don't have enough discipline and I'm working on the future. I'm working on all the stuff. I just don't have enough in me to do this, but I can't go back to where I was. What's that space that's just outside what I can do. That's going to make me micro tear, but not too much so that I feel like I'm blown out and I'm using all my willpower in this area. And so as a calibration to discipline is the amount. And the reason why that's so critical is because sometimes if you just push it a drop, you're not going to see major returns and it's, you're going to need to be more patient. What you're going to see is into motivation. You're going to, your brain is going to, go, is going to get used to setting and achieving goals. There's something very powerful that takes place in your brain when the brain says, I, I said it and I achieved it. I said it and I achieved it. Because it turns you into somebody who has integrity of speech. 
Many times in life, when we set goals for ourselves, we sort of know we're not going to achieve the goals. We set the goals for ourselves because we want to feel less guilty about the present. We set the goals for ourselves because we really are hopeful people, but we don't really know how to do it. So we just say we're going to do it. And we don't have to think through, like, am I? It doesn't matter. I'm feeling inspired. I'm going to do it. I'm feeling guilty. I'm going to do it. So in our own brains, when we think about our own relationship from our words to our brains, forget the world. The relationship that I have from me to me is that I don't really trust my own mouth. I don't really even believe it. Because if I believed it, then I would do it. But I'm not really saying it for that. So I'm in. I want to do it. No, I mean, this is, I'm serious this time. Look, no, no, I'm serious this time. And I really want to do this. And I'm really going to make the dis. I'm really going to do it. I, I got it. Like, I got it. I know how this works. And then you get hit the, that first, what? The first wall. And you're like, hmm. No, I'll do it tomorrow. What is that? I'll do it tomorrow. I thought you said you can do it today. Because your brain's going, oh, stop it. Come on. We know you. Right? And there's like a piece, there's like a little voice. There's a little voice inside your head that's saying, oh, stop it. Yeah, sure. Remember the book you read a couple years ago? Remember that one? How's that doing? I know people that won't do any personal development anymore. Do you know this? They don't do any personal development. How come? Because it doesn't work. Really? How do you know it doesn't work? Because I've been doing it for years. Really? When? I don't know, my 20s? I'm like, you're in your 40s. You mean you tried something 20 years ago? And now, like, the whole industry is now doesn't work. The voice. Oh, stop it. Come on. It's a nice, cute thing. It's not what we do. Lower it. Toggle down just so that it's a little bright. It's too bright. You made the light too bright. You're, it was beautiful and ambitious and wonderful. And there is a future benefit. And like getting up early or, or doing this thing or overcoming this challenge. It's just like, whew. lower it all the way. Lower it all the way down. I do that. It would be great, like we spoke two days ago, about setting a path to avoid it completely. You got to do that. But maybe there's even a smaller path you set today because it's so small all you got to do is do a little bit of a change and you do it and you feel good about it. And there's another voice that says, you do stuff. Okay. Small. Did it. I, I know a friend of mine who ran a marathon and the beginning of his training was walk around the block. And I'm like, what? The way I would the way me personally, the way I would do training is like, you want to run a marathon? Like, I don't know, put on your sneakers and like run three miles. And then if you have to like, collapse collapse and figure out the next day that's how i would do it and like that doesn't work so this training programs like walk around the block for a week how does that feel you're walking not too hard right you know how to walk right you're not dying okay after you're done with three laps i want you to jog the fourth lap and this person went from like a total couch potato to someone who can run long distances because he just lowered the dimmer a little bit. Now, I don't mean if you can take on more, don't take on more. I mean, discipline needs to be something that is started no matter what. 
in this book, in this, in this book, the rabbi says, if you feel like you can't do it, don't give up, just do less of it and grow and push and push and push. If you can't not eat, then eat three quarters of your plate. Name, well, I'll, I'll put it on. In Hebrew, the name of the book is Hamaspik Lavodas Hashem. So on the one hand of this, of this toggle is if you start with the original stuff that we spoke about, start with the discipline that we've been talking about here. This happens if you're, if you're failing. This happens if you're giving up. This happens if the discipline muscle isn't working. At that moment, reach for the dimmer and dim it all the way to something that you can actually do and just get used to doing. There's another dimmer that I want you to touch. We'll talk about it now and then we'll start building it tomorrow, which is the dimmer of meaning. Many times, yesterday we spoke about the idea of future benefit, which is I'm in a situation, I don't know how to deal with it. It's so hard for me future benefit. This is great for temptations. I want this so badly. If I hold out, this is what's going to feel like when I get it. This happens in a lot of areas, but let's just talk about food because it's the easiest. I want to eat this food. If I hold out until Shabbat, then I can eat it guilt-free and I can control my week. And as a result, I can take my day off. When I am eating it on Shabbat, right? So let's just play this out. When I am sitting here and I say in the future, it's not going to help me, right? But when I go to the future and now I'm at Shabbat or at my whatever cheat day I'm going to give myself and I, and I bring back the pleasure and I say, I'm going to be sitting at my table in four days from now and I'm going to have that thing that I wanted to eat on a Wednesday or whatever, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah, four days from now. And I have that thing that I'm, I want to eat on a Wednesday and I'm going to eat it then. And when I eat it, it's not only going to be physically pleasurable. It's going to be, I'm going to feel accomplished. That feeling of accomplishment you can imagine and bring into Wednesday. That's called future benefit. It's not like I'm going to do it then. It's I'm there eating it when I've already achieved it. And I'm going to bring that pleasure here. So I get a taste of it. That's called future benefit. We can, if you have any questions, let me know. But I want to now take it to the next level. I want to say, even when you're doing it, you have to increase the meaning of it. So what would be an example of increase the meaning of something? Anytime you increase the meaning of anything, you include other people but yourself. So I am struggling with food, let's say, right? I'm not not eating this because I want to look better for myself. I'm not eating this because if I'm healthier, I'm a better mom. I mean, this because if I eat correctly, I am role modeling healthy habits for my family. I'm eating this because I have to represent somebody and I want whatever. I'm not not getting upset at my kid or at my colleagues because I can picture the future benefit of a better relationship and I can draw that. That's one. Two is the dimmer of there's meaning involved because. There's, I am committed to that kid and I know this will benefit him today. The meaning of what I do includes somebody besides myself. 
My mom always says, if you mess with me, I'll let it slide. If you mess with my kids, you're messing with the wrong lady. That's the idea. When we do things for ourselves, it doesn't get us out of bed sometimes. If we can increase the reason why we do something to include other people, all of a sudden it matters a lot more. So as we conclude, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, think about this. We're trying, we're doing all the work we're talking about, and now we feel like we're failing. Okay, I got two knobs, and we'll talk about knob two more tomorrow. Knob one is how little can I go down so that I'm doing something? Knob two is how much can I make it about something besides myself? So now there's more out there for this. Because what we're doing here, just to get to it, is we are using our soul to fight our brain. We'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. Thanks so much. Have an incredible day. Um, try this. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow morning. Have a great day.